Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Off the Rails podcast. I am your solo host, Gregory Santos Brown, and welcome aboard to another one of uh, another one of our episodes. So, my birthday was this um, past Monday, and I was planning on doing this specific episode, um, talking about you know um, reflecting back on uh this past year uh the person that i've become uh, the things that i've learned things like that um and with some school scheduling work scheduling and some personal stuff i was not able to or i didn't have the exact time to go and record with my fellow co-hosts for this week hopefully by next week or hopefully next week uh, we should be all good to go uh with all three of us hopefully or at least uh one one other person Though I did, I did have a bit of a change of hearts today when I went to get my tires changed. And, you know, usually it takes about like an hour and a half to get the tires fully changed. But let's say that it took four and a half hours, because it did, to get my tires changed. And I was really annoyed. My phone died like an hour and a half Um uh, before um, the service was done. Excuse me, I feel like sneezing really bad. Um, hopefully it will come out or hopefully it won't. That's what she said. <clears throat> but, yeah, uh, so I was, I was obviously annoyed and bothered by that because I had a couple of things that I wanted to do. I wanted to get a haircut um, done and grocery shopping and then work on some school projects that i had planned to work on which i did for the most part um obviously not as much as i could if i know that was not delayed but but yeah pretty much what happened was this very nice gentleman older gentleman told me how short staff they were now it was him and two other guys working the whole day and they had i think he said 47 or 57 services done by the time that i i i was about to leave which was about six which is crazy and he said that he tried to comp- complain or uh send some complaints to corporate and uh you know let's just say that things didn't really uh, work out as planned and uh you know like it's let's just say i don't want to really get into the details i don't want to point this gentleman out but let's just say that corporate was not making it easy on them to work and along with another gentleman's story that um you know this gentleman joined in and and then we kind of had a small conversation I just I was reminded of something that I thought about one day and that I and that I live by and I believe that I'll, I'll live by for the rest of my days and beyond beyond as well and that is just that life I don't think life is unfair let me explain yes People are born with different heights, different eye colors, 
different hair, different skull structures, nose, forehead, eyes, uh, ears, eyes, mouth, lips, teeth, neck, arms, chest, legs, things like all those things. People can can defer in all of those and even more. Accents, way of speaking, genetics in terms of like how fast you are you able to gain weight, to lose weight, um, physical performances, mental performances, things like that. Things that you cannot really, you can work on to improve, but you cannot really um, change um, to the point where you would be equal to someone else genetically. Maybe physically, you can have two people, different genetics, but they look about the same. Though the thing obviously is that the two genetics, uh, the two genes are not the same, which could have impacted how hard, how how much harder, or how much less, or or how less uh, the other person had to work to reach that specific physique. That I think is a valid. Life is unfair. Example. Where, where you were born, color of your skin, things like that, family, relationships uh, that you had, you know, uh, and what I mean by that is, is family. I'm not sure why I said relationships uh, after I said family, but anyway, I think those elements are can be considered unfair. And yes, there are some... examples out there where you can say that life is genuinely unfair you know like uh, if you tried your best for a job and you don't get it is it really fair they worked that hard not to get the job one could argue yes one could uh, could could argue no that is i think a valid reason to say that you know that moment is not fair absolutely the issue i think comes when people take that sentence and apply it to almost anything else Oh, are you struggling with this? Oh, life is not fair. Oh, you know, you have to deal with this because life is not fair. Uh, are you struggling to get a job? Oh, life is not fair. You know, you have to keep trying. All right, uh, do you want to do this and this and this and that? Well, you can't because, uh, you know, situations, uh, the current situation says no, so you cannot do this. Uh, and, and and if so, anyone asks why, you can just say, oh, life is unfair. You know, deal with it. I'm sick and tired of that bullshit, honestly like being used over and over again like a bad excuse in a toxic relationship it's like oh it's you know life isn't fair so let's just deal with it it's like i don't think life is in terms of society i don't think life is unfair with the examples that i gave yes i could see for example you know uh, going back to the the person that didn't get the job i could see how that could not be unfair but saying that life is not fair in general for people I think is a bit of a false premise. And the reason why I think that is because I think that we chose to create a society. Many of us support a society where someone, unless someone works at a certain job, tries their best to show up on time, work the hardest that they can, help their coworkers, help their bosses. They do everything they can to do a good job and they're still not rewarded for it and you can say well you know not everyone's gonna get a congratulations because they did something good correct but i only feel like that is relevant on a smaller scale but if you apply on how many people go through that on a daily day basis being noticed that like 
It's not it's not that thing where like you don't know if the person is doing good. It's like you know the person is good doing good and you still choose to treat that person like everyone else and pay that that person the same. That's not life is unfair. That is we making life unfair for ourselves or for those who you know, like the corporations making life harder on their workers. They will be get billions and billions of dollars, but if anyone asks for a raise for their uh, employees or anything like that, it's seen as like you just started, like you, like you were asking for like for everyone to get a hundred thousand dollars in a free Tesla, which is ridiculous. And as someone that is American born, I'm proud to live and happy to live in, uh, in, in a country like this. I am. I'm a proud American. Though I, I believe that just because you're proud of something, just because you love something, does not mean that you think it, that you, have, you have to believe it is perfect. Because it isn't. Far from it. Is it better than most other countries out there? I, I will say absolutely. In terms of health, uh, lifestyle, in terms of getting money. like America is the land of opportunity. I don't think there's any other country in the world that has the, the amount of opportunity to gain money as America. There's no doubt about that. I have no doubts in my mind about that. Do I think it's gone to the point where, for example, New York is called a city that never sleeps. And I was thinking one day, I was wondering, like, why do we give such a nickname to a city and then think of that nickname as good? Like, imagine looking at someone and saying, oh, you know, that guy right there, dude, he's, uh, he's, he's Tom. He never sleeps. He never sleeps. How cool is that? Like, it may sound cool at first, but when you really think about it, it never, like, it's always, there's always something. (laughs) Excuse me. There, there's this, like, negative aspect about it like if something never sleeps that means that it it never has a rest it's always rushing it's always doing something which can be a can be a good thing but i think of this at least as how we have uh, gotten used to using it is predominantly a bad thing not the city that never sleeps just using the word never sleeps as a positive just feels weird to me and you can, if, you, if you've ever been to New York City, I've been there once or twice, and you could tell that every, everyone's rushing. Traffic is awful. People are like rushing on the streets, being super rude to other people for almost no reason at all. And that is seen as normal because the city never sleeps. You know, you have to boom, 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 boom. No breaks, no breaks, no breaks, nothing. How is that a good thing? How are we using that as a good thing? I think that tells a lot about our society as a whole, that we think that something that never sleeps is a compliment. And yeah, some people may think this is an, uh, an exaggeration or whatever, but I don't care. To me, I think it speaks more than what many people realize. And I just think it's just, it's just so insane, the world that we live in, like, uh, how how some adults are like, oh, the world was tougher when we were young. We toughened it out. We did this. We did that. So you all had, we all have to do the same thing, if not more, to show that you are worth 
what we were able to achieve. It's like, I can understand that. But isn't the whole point of human evolution, human society progressing to make things easier? I'm not saying make it super easy, like the easiest thing in the world. Like you still have to, the, you know, expect people to work out. I mean, to, sorry, well, to work out, sure, to be healthy, to uh, to work on themselves, to work hard at their jobs, to give effort, to give a good amount of effort, to try their best, try their hardest to learn and improve themselves on a daily, daily basis. Yes, but when you think about how, okay, back on the Stone Age, they had rocks uh, and sticks to hunt, right? So does that mean that because they had it tough, we have to never use any sort of advanced weaponry? I mean, they had it tough. Like, you can just get a gun and shoot something, like, you know, miles away, and you you kill it potentially, and now you have food. But the cavemen, they had to get sticks, they had to craft their sticks, sharpen them, and then risk their lives getting Closer than what many people nowadays would even dare to, to wild animals to try to get food in order to survive. They had to go through all that. So why should we have the privilege of having guns or anything that makes food so easy to get? Because we evolved as a society. We made things easier for ourselves. If you are the kind of person that has the mindset of, it was tough on me, so it should be tough on you, about the same, if not worse, because I made it, so you can make it. If you have that mentality, that just, to me, like, first thing that comes to mind is, like, you don't care about the future generations. You just care about people going through the things that you did. You don't care about, oh, I going through this, and, uh, you know, as I'm, uh, I definitely don't want the next generation to slack, but I would want them to have an easier life than I did, so... They're not as stressed, you know, they don't get to be as stressed, as nervous, and as uh, depressed, whatever, lonely as I did. Because that's called progress. There's no progress without hard work. But by giving hard work to progress, you get an easier life. And of course, easier times can create weaker people, absolutely. But I'm not saying to stop completely the support of working hard for your dreams, anything like that. But I don't think it should be as hard as it was 50, 100 years ago. Because that's progress, right? Like it should be a balance of the two, always an increased balance, a better balance of the two. And you can say, oh, you know, um, even if you agree with it, okay. Those people that make millions of dollars a year on, on TikTok by doing dances and trending make more money than, I don't know, maybe. I don't know numbers, but like a whole city might, like multiple cities in America might combined throughout their whole lifetimes. They do that in like a year or two. Where's the hard work in that? I'm not saying it's easy to edit the videos, to remember the dances, to do the dances, get it trending, um, post it on social media, then publish it through, and publish it, but share it through, you know, just get, get it out there. I'm not saying that's super easy, but there is a, a degree of super easy for some people, you know, going back to what I was saying earlier, because of how you look, how you sound, uh, if you had enough money to buy better equipment, things like that, uh, because of how your family was, things like that. Things that I would agree that it can be seen as unfair, but I think I see it as a, something that's natural even on the animal kingdom. Some crocodiles are born bigger, stronger. It's just part of nature. And even 
it has stuck with us all this time. So you can call it unfair, but I just call it nature. Nature is not always unfair, but like someone that's like a girl or a guy that's shorter, maybe seen as like, you know, not as attractive. But at the same time, you know, I, I, I would like to think for like the, for the a good chunk of it, if that guy wants to be fit, wants to be healthy, it's much easier in general. I, I, I I'm pretty sure to get become bigger, muscular when you ha- when you have less height to to work with, because that means that the muscle doesn't have to stretch as long. You know, it's it can be more focused in, in certain areas, much easier than others. Like I'm, I'm six feet. I'm happy to be six feet. My metabolism is awesome, but my God, sometimes it's really hard to to put on even a pound of weight. And next thing I know, if I don't, if I'm not consistent, I'm losing seven pounds in two weeks, which I did after I had my vasectomy surgery. So things like that, you know, how pretty a girl is or how muscular a guy is, or, uh, the opportunities that each of them got may help them be tre- more trending or less trending. That I would understand, but once again, that. It's just a whole, it's one fragment of an example of how easy it's gotten for some people. Doctors, teachers that go through college, high school, college, study their asses off to get a degree to guess, to be in debt, to then hopefully get a job somewhere that pays decent enough for them to make a living. That takes years and years and years. And these people on TikTok, one year they make more than those people may make in their entire lifetime sometimes, maybe one or two years. So it's like, it's just weird how people are like, oh, you have to go through more because we did. So you, so those people try to, you know, like, oh, let's give everyone free healthcare, free this, free that. And let's try to improve the work, uh, um, you know, instead of trying to improve the, uh, the work system, the educational system, the gun safety system, try to better society. They're just like, no, it almost causes evolution to stop. If you're saying things should not change, you should go through the same thing that I did because then you wouldn't deserve it or it wouldn't be the same because I did and I got the things that I wanted because of hustle. And there are many people out there right now who have done great things, who hustled, studied their asses off, just worked their asses off to get to where they are at a really decently at least health and wealth-wise. But many of those people, the so-called influencers, as you may see on the internet a lot, they're not really the most reliable at times. They can lie to you. They, you know, you can think, oh, that person has a great physique. Maybe they're taking steroids. Maybe they're, maybe they, you know, maybe they rose to fame, clean, natty, and they start selling these supplements that have nothing to do with how they got there, but just because of money. And the supplements will be trash, will be garbage, but they don't care. You know, it's... <laughs> just a really sad world out there how you know there's all these motivational people speaking about like don't give up you know chase your dreams risk it all but and a lot of them have done it and made it through but i'm pretty sure i know at least at least a couple at least a couple to say the least that did that but then had a huge cushion to fall on for example their families may have had a lot of money they uh, might have been well off to begin with because of their family, or because of a family business. Um, they may have a lot of family support. They may have like you know like the uncles and aunts and you know with stable income to help one another. 
And not taking that away from them, working hard is working hard no matter how privileged you were or you are, it doesn't matter. Working hard is still working hard. But that doesn't take away the fact that you had it easier than most people. Yes, you worked hard, but you cannot deny the fact that some people have it easier and others when it comes when it comes to certain things. When you have a huge cushion to fall behind, you I would personally feel more comfortable risking it all. If my decisions impacted like my whole family, let's say like you were you were born in like uh, or you're raised in a uh, in a situation where it was you, your mother, and you know your mother was raising you and two other and two of your uh, other siblings at the same time, and you were the oldest one, and you had to make sure that you know you had a stable job, stable income, all this and this and that, because your mother's counting on you to help out with everything, and I say you know things are getting tough because of inflation and all that. The amount of room that you have to risk to try to get somewhere is very narrow. Because if you risk it and it doesn't go well, you could potentially be screwing up your mother and your two siblings. But if you have a whole family system, no one needs any money, no one's no one's in need of money. It's a sustainable household with a, with a decent family support that makes it easier. Once again, hard work is hard work, but you, I, I refuse to take away the fact that you had it easier, and that's just it. Some people just have it easier than others in certain in certain things than others, you know. Um, that same person that was raised by a mother that struggled with their two kids may have a better mentality and be more prepared for emergency situations later on in life than the person that was raised a bit privileged because, you know, it's about all about experience. You know, even in nature, you know, it's, it's like comparing a wolf that has had to fight to survive to a dog that was given uh, almost everything. I'm saying that people are lazy because, like I said, you can have a lot of money, a lot of privilege. It's about what you do with that privilege. What are you doing with it? Are you working hard? Are you trying? Are you realizing that other people have it a bit tougher than you, so you are still willing to give it a try even though you don't really need to? You know, it's different mindsets. Everyone has different mindset, but I'm just speaking like in a, a, a example. So if you look around and you see all these TikTok stars making money, some people don't even have to talk. Some people just dance and that's it because of how they look. It helps them out too. And then you look at someone as a teacher being underpaid, nurses being overworked, uh, everyone, people, multiple business being short staffed because everyone has, because the higher ups, higher ups want to save money so, so they get more money at the end. It's like, listen, that's like, it's like you're only focusing on one thing. You realize there's there, there's that, but you're only focusing on this. Like, if you if like at least try to improve the current situation for us. Like, if you're saying that, oh, people should be working harder for their jobs, and you know they should be working as hard as I did. Okay, then make the jobs mean something. Someone, some people have to work too. Uh, when you have when you're a grown adult with a with a associate's degree and you have to work more than one job to at least live in a decent apartment or in a decent uh, uh, living situation, that is not healthy at all. That is just not how I think people should have to live. 
And if a company knows that someone's doing better than, than someone else consistently over a long period of time and there's both people are still paying the same, where's the where's the incentive? Oh, you shouldn't you shouldn't need an incentive because it should be a, a, you know, you should be happy with the amount of hard work that you're doing. Yeah, absolutely. But there should be like you shouldn't expect something, but should, there should be something better there. You're pretty much saying that oh, it doesn't matter if you work hard or not; you're just going to be paid the same. So why even bother try? There's a fine line there that should be drawn, and people should be aware of it too. It's just sad. It's sad to see that and hear that people saying oh, there's uh, you know people don't want to work. Yeah, some people are just lazy assholes. Absolutely. But a lot of people don't want to, you know, they're trying to struggle to find work because there's barely a job that they can look and say, oh, if I work this job and that one, I can afford to live on my own. And with inflation and everything, um, my mother works in, in uh, something that, uh, let's just say that she, um, let's just say that there's been a personal awareness, uh, some information told uh, to me that, um, well, anyway, actually, forget about that. Homelessness has increased since inflation because of house prices. Landlords increasing prices, people not being able to afford it, things like that. It's crazy. People, it's madness what the world are we living in right now. Absolute madness. Like like I said, there's there should be hard work involved, absolutely, but there, it shouldn't be like life or death situation. It should be better. Like when a business... When the when society gives you barely gives you any options for decently pay decently paying jobs, that can definitely afford to pay better. And the best paying jobs are the ones that are the toughest and like the most excruciating to work on. Like if you create that, people are not gonna have many options but to work on that job that they are miserable and you know even working at that job they may not even be able to afford some of the bills they may have to work or live with other people that are, may also be working two other jobs just to be able to make it nowadays like that that's insane to me insane like people make fun of homelessness like oh you know you should you should uh you should uh you should you know you should try working there was this guy i saw this video of this guy and he was saying you know like people want me to work and you only try to apply into this job and this job, but when when the, you don't have a home or anything like that, it can be really tough to. Uh, it can be really really tough to find any job that will accept that because people really want more like li- uh, reliability. Like how reliable are you? Are you? And if you're homeless, like uh, unless they're desperate, they may not put you in like even like the middle of the pack. Um, and it's just. Just said, especially doing a bit of research right now, when you include that the January 2022 PIT count, the National Snapshot of Veteran Homelessness, showed that the total number of veterans who experienced homelessness was 33,129, a decrease of 11% over January 2020, the last year of a full PIT count was uh, that was conducted. But people, 33,129 homeless veterans all those people saying oh colin kaepernick should have shouldn't have taken any for the flag uh, you know because he's disrespecting disrespecting the flag and the people that fought for it well guess what motherfucker the people that fought for it about thirty-three thousand one hundred twenty-nine of them are were homeless were homeless in, in 2022 in, in the pit count 
Oh, but it was a decrease of 11% over January of the year pri- of, of uh, 2020. Okay. But it's still three, 33,129 veterans too many to be homeless. How can you say that you respect the flag, that you love the country when you let that shit happen? Or at least you, you don't even try to support it in any way, shape, or form. Like, how is this ex- even acceptable? You you go to a war, you fight for our country, you're just, you, you enlist it, you have uh, a purpose of wanting to fight for your country, to defend it, to protect it. You you do you do you just you know like I want to do this. This is what I want to do. I want to fight for my country. And you go there, and you end up homeless. I'm not saying every single one of them. Like maybe some of them just did not take it too seriously. They were discharged because of like some poor um, behavior, something like that, or you know for bad for understandable reasons. But I like to believe that most of them should not be in a situation like that. They should not. Like, and if you're going to say, once again, if you're going to be one of those people that are going to say, oh, I respect the flag. You shouldn't take a knee, this and this and that. America is great because of, you know, veterans you have to respect. The- okay. Are you doing anything to support the fact that about 30, over 33,000 veterans last year were, were homeless? Like you make fun of the homeless when some of them are the very people that give you the privilege to live here and complain about them. Like what? Like does that does that make any sense at all? I don't know. I don't know. It's so disappointing how America could do better. As an American, I see great potential. Great potential. We could have ended world hunger, world thirst. Or at least decrease it by such a large scale if we all work together. Because of greed, because of just just selfishness and just pride, selfish pride. We cannot work together to end it. It's all about money. And I under, and listen, I'm gonna tell you this to you all this right now. No matter as soon as you sell your soul for money, as soon as you sell that kind heart hardness that you have. Maybe you never had the privilege to to grow that kind of heart because you know your your background is incredibly tough. Then, excuse me as I say this, but for everyone else who so who is who can at least relate to what I'm saying, as soon as you sell your soul for money, there's no amount of money that you can get that will fill that void back. Do you ever wonder why so many people out there are sad, even though they're rich? They keep wanting more, keep, you know, celebrities making you, giving you some garbage sports drinks when they're literally millionaires that that could, could do and should know better with their experience and knowledge. Like, do you know why they do that? Why I think many of them do that because they're not happy. The reason why I see so many celebrities like lashing out at certain people is that they're not happy. You look at them as like, okay, I mean, maybe they're stressed because of their work and this and this and that, but they're millionaires. So how can that be? You know, how can they be? They have all that money they don't have to worry about. They can stop working and not have to worry about working ever again. Many of them. So why are they still like this? 
because maybe they had in their head that money was gonna give them something that just that that money itself can never buy. Yeah, uh, life is not about money. Money can make a lot, but money can oh, yes, money can make life a whole lot a lot easier. But honestly, if you're gonna give me a option between being super rich, being I'll be able to afford anything I want on this planet, but be alone or have you know my my twin flame with me and just me and, and her living in a barn or a farm or you know just a house me and her working whatever job whatever decent job that we can find where we can both be happy together knowing that my mother never has to work again like i would i would definitely choose that you know of course, with more money, I can make more an impact and help more people. But when when I started thinking about myself and what I would do personally, I would, I would much rather just live live on the low and be happy with the person that I'm with. Because money cannot buy happiness. It can buy a lot of things. It can make life much easier, but it cannot buy happiness. The one thing people sell their happiness for or their so for sometimes you cannot buy the one thing that they want to get that they want to find which is kind of sad like no matter how much money you get there's not going to be enough it's like you know like uh when you start working out many people many experts will tell you you'll never be satisfied with with the body that you have some people never will Because when you have this thing where you keep, can keep improving over and over again, and it's something materialistic or slightly more materialistic, like you know, um, money or something like muscles or body composition, where you can almost always improve, or you have the feeling that you can always improve, you may never feel like it's enough, and that emptiness can never be filled by the same thing that created it. I've not had a really easy life, personally. I've been priv privileged to be born here, absolutely. Many privileges that I'm blessed and grateful to have that I did not need to, but I'm grateful to have them. But it's not been easy. I've done some things that I could I remember I think about and I remember I think that I, I could have done better, but I didn't know better. I do... The only thing I regret is being too mean to myself, thinking back when I, you know, oh, I, when I, I did this, this stupid, stupid thing as a teenager, as a middle schooler. But now I think back and I realize that you cannot expect someone to do better when they don't know better or they never tried. I was just living. I was just trying something back then maybe it was not the right thing but i didn't know now i do i'm glad i did it back then because now i know you know some things not to do some things to do the way to think the way to feel about certain things the experiences that i got by having done those things and living that life that i did i'm i'm grateful for for all of it Because I think it was those experiences that allowed me to and helped me to have the life mindset that I have right now that I'm really proud of.
and I'm going to keep making this podcast for as long as I can. Working on my books for as long as I can because I love creating stories. I don't want to make books for money. I want to have the money so I can just create books. So I have passion for it. It's something that I really enjoy doing. Maybe it will not go anywhere. Maybe people will just not be able to see what I see in it. What I see in myself. And as sad as, as, as and painful as it can be sometimes to face the truth over and over again, I believe I'm fine because I believe in myself and I know that I can do this. And if I die... Now, having accomplished what I wanted to, I'll have at least know, I'll at least remember that I tried. Maybe not my best all the time, but I tried. I gave a good, honest effort. And even though I slipped sometimes, I kept getting up, laughing, giggling to myself. It's like, that, well, that was a bit stupid. And getting back and get back on my feet and just keep walking. Sometimes that's all you can do. Sometimes, and that is more than enough all of the time. Sometimes all that you can do is more than enough. More than enough. I'm grateful to every single one of you that have been listening to this. Even if you don't like it at all, I appreciate you very much. Thank you for listening. Thank you for giving it a shot. If you're listening right now, it is you're one of the reasons why I keep this going. You're motivating me by just giving me that one view, giving me that one download. It really means a lot. Maybe I'm not, I may never make any money from this where I can grow it and expend it. That's fine. I accept that that, that is always a possibility. But it's also a possibility that I can control that I will not give up on this. I will not give up on myself. So, with this, everyone, thank you very much for listening to this episode of the Off the Rose podcast. I've been your host for the this very, very good night and very good day. Gregory, I hope you all enjoy your days. Keep going, keep moving, don't give up. Or try not to. Just try. Try, 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 try. Believe in yourself because in the end, there's a chance that no one else will. Be patient with yourself. Understand that you, everyone has their weak moments and weak, and weak points. Try to make them stronger. They can still be weak. That's fine. Don't have to be perfect, but just try to make them a little stronger. That's improvement. And any improvement is worth the time and effort that it takes to get it. All right. Thank you, everyone, once again, very much for listening. And hopefully we'll be back with a couple more people on the next episode of the Off the Roast podcast. I've been your host, Gregory. And thank you for listening and watching this if you're on YouTube.